We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. The top stories from the KCBS Radio Newsroom. This is the All Local. I'm Jeff Bell. I'm Patty Rising. Two fires that burned in Lafayette on October 27th were caused by a PG&E equipment failure. KCBS's Jim Taylor has details. It is precisely what firefighters thought at the time. Steve Hill, Contra Costa County Fire Protection District. According to our fire marshal and the uh, investigative reports of the uh, our fire investigation unit, the uh, cause of those two fires uh, were were both caused by power line. It seems kind of ironic that the the one place where the power was not turned off is where there was a fire caused by PG&E equipment. Yeah, we are, of course, we're going through a public safety power shutoff, so there were fairly sizable parts of the county that had been shut down at that point. Clearly, in this case, it's pretty safe to say that given the cause that we found for the fires, that the power for those for that equipment was not shut down. He does say a notable takeaway from the Lafayette fires, without weed abatement, would have been much worse. There are houses that were immediately adjacent to where the fire started when that power pole came down, and they certainly would have been threatened, if not damaged or destroyed, were it not for excellent weed abatement. PG&D equipment also found to be the cause of the camp fire that started one year ago today, killing 86 people. Jim Taylor, KCBS. On that note, a series of ceremonies being held in paradise to mark that one-year anniversary of the campfire. The fire killed 85 people and almost destroyed the small Butte County town. Paradise Mayor Jody Jones says the recovery is slow but progressing. Over 3 million tons of debris is removed from our town. So it doesn't look like a war zone anymore. All of the burnt out cars, all of the burnt houses, they're all gone. Before the fire, the population of Paradise was about 26,000. It's currently at about 5,000 people. The campfire is the deadliest wildfire in California's recorded history. After widespread criticism, Airbnb now says it will pay for the funeral expenses of the victims killed at one of their rental houses in Orinda. KCBS's Scott Letary. Airbnb could not be reached for comment on tape, but in a written statement from an Airbnb official, the company said it will not only pay for the funeral expenses of those killed at the mass shooting on Halloween night, but for counseling for victims' families. It's scary. A neighbor the morning after the shooting left five people dead. There have still been no arrests. Orinda police chief... David Cook. It is a very complex investigation. There was a wide area and a lot of people involved. Airbnb apparently responding to criticism of a lawyer of the family of Raymond Hill Jr. who was killed in the shooting. The attorney issued a statement that said the company had not responded to a request to pay for funeral expenses. Despite Airbnb's statement, the lawyer said the family will still sue for negligence. Scott Letiri, KCBS. Three years after a wave of scandals and police shootings, new statistics show that the San Francisco Police Department has all but stopped using force. KCBS reporter Doug Sovereign says uh, the cops credit a change in culture and training. The SFPD was forced to change its attitude after a series of police shootings in a federal review. But since 2016, Deputy Chief Greg Yee tells KCBS cops have been taking a different approach to potentially dangerous situations. Really emphasizing the safety and sanctity of life, you know, de-escalation, communications, 
allowing the officers when feasible to slow situations down. So in the third quarter of this year, cops used force only one-tenth of one percent of the time. Their overall use of force is down 24 percent in the past 12 months. They haven't shot anyone since the summer of 2018. It is encouraging that the the numbers are, are going down, but it's still a continual process, continuation of work and commitment that we have to keep going. Critics say it's taken far too long for the SFPD to stop shooting people and to implement a long list of reforms. He says cops are gradually learning how to ask someone why they're waving a knife and calm them down instead of shouting, drop the knife or I'll shoot. It does take time, though. It takes time to add the, the purpose, the why, to the officers. Why are we doing this? And the basic why is we're here to help people. Doug Sovereign, KCBS. A so-called young blood transfusion startup that had ceased operations has now resumed business in San Francisco. The FDA issuing a statement about the company, but not a warning letter. And KCBS's Marky Schaefer reports the CEO is a Stanford Medical School graduate. The Ambrosia Plasma website claims the treatment with blood transfusion from donors ages 16 to 25 has improved biomarkers related to Alzheimer's disease, cancer, inflammation, and stem cells. These young blood plasma transfusions. Staff writer at 1-0, Emily Mullen, broke the story and says it's unclear how many people have undergone these transfusions that cost $8,000 for one liter and $12,000 for two liters of plasma. It will not release um, these numbers, but it does say that people get these for preventive reasons, but also people are getting them in the hopes of treating diseases. The FDA issued a buyer beware in February. There haven't been rigorous, large clinical trials. The CEO and founder, Jesse Carmazon, is a graduate of Stanford Medical School, but does not have a license to practice. Instead, he contracts with doctors to do the procedures. From what we can tell right now, the FDA has not told Ambrosia to shut down or that the company needs to stop marketing its blood transfusions. Carmazon tells One Zero that Ambrosia can legally provide transfusions off-label. Margie Schaefer, KCBS. Subscribe to the All Local wherever you get your podcasts and stream us on your smart speaker 24-7 by saying play KCBS radio.